Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Business Unusual. I'm Claudia Winkleman and in this podcast, I'm speaking to the fascinating people behind the UK's most innovative businesses. Today is all about volume, bounce and definition as I spring into the world of curly hair care with Michelle Scott Lynch. Michelle is the founder and CEO of Bouclem, a hair care brand which encourages and empowers everyone to embrace their natural curls. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Michelle. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm now an expert on your website and your products. And I can just say I am personally livid that I don't have curly hair <laughs> because it just all looks like tremendous fun. What inspired you to found Bouclem? Because you were going in a different direction, weren't you? You were working in the music business. I was working in the music business. So I, I worked in music for about 10 years in marketing for various different record companies. And probably from about 15 to the age of 30, I absolutely hated my hair. And I wanted hair like yours, Claudia. I wanted it to be completely straight. And I used to use a chemical treatment called relaxing, which would straighten my hair. And then when I turned 30, I read the Malcolm X autobiography. And he talks in there about relaxing hair and the chemical process and how the chemicals, basically, they burn your scalp and they kind of can leave sores in your hair. Very painful. Yeah, horrible. He basically said that really... Through that process, it was a kind of form of self-degradation in order to conform with the perception mm. of, of beauty in white society. And that completely resonated with me. And from that day forward, I vowed I was never going to straighten my hair again. And I haven't. How brilliant. But also after years of going against your amazing hair... Going against it, it must have felt completely liberating to go, do you know what, I'm just not, I, what are we all doing? Yes, well, it wasn't liberating completely at first. Now I would say I feel completely liberated, but there were no products, Claudia. There was nothing available to help me kind of define my curls, enhance my curls. It was really hard to find anything. So it just kind of led to years of researching. And fortunately, the internet had <laughs> sprung up by then. So I could kind of watch other curly girls across the globe kind of talking about how they looked after their curly hair and kind of learned tips and tricks from people. And then started playing around in my kitchen, like making stuff. And when I was pregnant, I had made belly balms for like my pregnant friends and for myself and so I was making like conditioners and hair gels and then when I turned 40 I went to New York for my birthday and I went to a curly specific hair salon which was the first time I'd ever done that most of my hair dressing experiences going into salons were horrific I'd hand over 100 pounds and walk out of the hairdressers like crying tying my hair up feeling miserable yeah, yeah absolutely miserable um and also to get to 40 and I had this amazing experience in this hair salon, but it took me to become 40 for that to happen. I mean, how tragic is that? But that's 40 and in a different country. Yes. Yes. So exactly. not even round the corner going, oh, we've everyone's woken up. But yeah. no, miles away. Miles away. 
And that was really like the catalyst for me. I was like, this is this has just been such an amazing experience. Why doesn't this exist in England? And you know, and obviously I, I'm a Londoner and you know, there's loads of diversity in London. What why doesn't it exist? And so I kind of came back and that really pushed me on to go, right, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. But there's lots of us go, yeah, I'm going to do it. I want, uh, you know, I don't know, a floating soap. I don't want a floating soap. I'm just trying to, (laughs) whatever it is. But you must have been really ambitious is the wrong word, but determined because there's one thing going, I want to do this and then actually doing it. So how did you transform those feelings into a business? At the time, obviously, I was, I had young kids. I'd left music and I was really quite bored you know, I love my kids, but I was quite bored just kind of being yeah. at home. And I knew that there was something else I was meant to do. I just felt it in my bones. And um, I had made some mummy friends from going to groups. And I met one of my really dear friends, Laura, and I kind of told her about my idea. And she introduced me to her friend, Chloe, who had helped Soho House create Cowshed. Yeah. And so she set up a call for me and Chloe. And I chatted with Chloe and Chloe was really helpful and Chloe's got her own um, bath and body care range and she introduced me to the guy who made her products and I had this amazing phone call with him and then I drove down to just outside Glastonbury where he is one winter's morning at six o'clock in the morning. I remember driving along and I could see the Glastonbury tour and there was like all these clouds underneath it. It was like floating like an island. I was like, it's a sign. It's a sign. I'm meant to be doing this. And um, had an amazing meeting with him and the rest was history, really. I just went to him with three products initially and we started there and there was lots of back and forth while I kind of gave them a list of ingredients that I'd been researching that I, I really wanted and they'd send me samples and I'd be like yeah that's good but that's not good and then send it back and then it took two years really of back and forth and concept creation before it was ready to launch. We should explain that you are now the leading curly hair. I mean, you're on sale in from very high end space NK, but also supermarkets and people love your products. Yeah. So we should just explain that if anybody's listening going, what? I need some. <laughs> uh, and it's called Buclem and they can find it. But you wanted it to be ethical. You wanted it to really work because lots of people could have rushed it out, but you didn't. No, I didn't. And it was really important that I was happy. And obviously I have two children who have also got curly hair, but very different types of curls to me. So I'm mixed race. And so I've got quite thick curly hair. My eldest has got slightly less curly hair. And then my youngest has got really fine, loose waves, kind of straight from the roots, but curls at the bottom. So when I was getting these products to kind of sample, I'd be trying them on myself, I'd be trying them on them. And it was only when I was completely happy that it worked for all of us, because that was the really important part is that curly hair, everyone kind of sees it as a niche, but the But it's not. It's not. Yeah. The diversity within that niche is huge. So you've got your loose waves all the way through to your super tight kinky coils. And it was really important that the products I created worked for everybody, but just using them in a different way, if you know what I mean. What I love, Michelle, is I think I read in an interview, this might be wrong, that you would almost go up to people in the street with curly hair and go, I'm not being funny. Would you mind just trying this and letting me know? Is that true? (laughs) Yes, it is true. Um, (laughs) You know, when you've got young kids, you're literally pounding the streets. Um, So I was out and I would see these people with amazing curls and I'd be like, (gasps) She'd be great. She'd be great for my focus group. And I, I, you know, I did go up to a couple of people and say, hi, I'm really sorry to bother you, but I'm created this curly hair product and I'd really love it if you could try it. And at first they look at me like a complete freak, but then they were like, oh my God, yeah, that would be amazing because every curly girl is looking for their holy grail. So they were as excited as I was to try it, which was amazing. 
What did friends and family say? Did they go, yeah, you go? Or did they just go, listen, love, make your stuff in your kitchen, but don't be bonkers because this is going to be too, this is going to be too much hard work, especially as you say, with two young kids. Yeah. I mean, most of my friends were really supportive and including my husband, and which was very important. And I, I remember that I had one friend who was like, yeah, you know, I don't think you know enough. You know, I, I really just don't think you should you should do it. It's really competitive. Da, 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 da. And I was like, thank God I didn't listen to you because, yeah. you know, look what's happened. Um, so, yeah, most of my friends were really supportive and have been really supportive because it, it takes up a lot of time as well. So you don't always really get a lot of time to hang out with your pals as much as you would like to. But, yeah. Would you say that you challenged by starting it sort of the hair care industry? You created something that didn't exist. Yeah. I didn't really have the intention of like changing the status quo, so to speak, but I just kind of, my desire and my intention was really just to help other people, other fellow curlies to embrace and feel empowered by their hair and not hate it like I had done for so long. So that was really like the desire behind creating it. And because there really wasn't anything. And also I had trained earlier on in my life in homeopathy. And so I was really into a natural kind of philosophy in like skincare and body care. Um, so for me, it was always important that Buclem was going to be a natural based product and our products range from 96 to 99% naturally derived. And that was really important for me. So yeah, that was always my intention just to help other people feel empowered yeah. and confident and proud of their curls. But I guess unintentionally, it did challenge a status quo because nothing was really available in the UK. There were some American products, but they certainly weren't as clean. So yeah, that was really my intention. You started out in 2014 and here we are six years later. What does the company look like now? How different is it? So we're a team of six, you know, we're an e-com business. So we have a website where people can shop online, Um, but we also are available now in Planet Organic, Selfridges, Boots. Yeah, um, everywhere. I was reading the yeah, list. I was amazing. like, goodness. I think we should explain what Buclem means, by the way, because we're talking about it. But I love how you got, because you were going to call it something else. Yeah. When I first did a focus group, I had um, a friend of mine who had created um, the packaging for me. And the name we had was We Love Curls. And like the lukewarm reception was uh, <laughs> at the focus group was kind of like uh, tumbleweed. I was like, okay, All right. I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> So um, I then had to kind of go back to the drawing board and work out what I was going to call it. And it was really important for me that the name had the meaning curly within it. And when you're trademarking a business, it can't be specific. So I basically started Googling curly in different languages. And in French, boucle means curly. So boucle is really a hybrid of uh, boucle in French and meaning curly and my name, Michelle. It's absolutely perfect. But also, I think interesting, because lots of people who are uh, listening to this podcast, they're very kind, they're lovely, are, um, <laughs> they are entrepreneurs or they're young or they're starting and they're looking for advice. And I would say that that is a lovely little nugget, which is you did have a focus group and you didn't just go, no, that's what I'm calling it. I mean, you mm. absolutely listened and changed. And do you think that is important when you're starting a business to listen? Yes, it most certainly is important to listen. But having said that, also, you don't want to be listening to the point where you're influenced left, right and centre and you lose yeah. your 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 kind of central goal. So yes, I, I guess really what they were saying resonated with really how I was feeling. So it made it easier to decide that that yes. wasn't right. And then when I came up with the name Buclem, somebody else was like, no, it's not a good name. And I was like, nope. 
nope, yes, I'm sticking got with you. this. Isn't that interesting? You were like, yeah. no, no, that's the one. It's yeah. a great name, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Talk to me about your brand identity. What values are important to you as a brand and how do you communicate those those values, if you like, to your customers? I would like to think of us as a kind of conscious business. Um, it was really important for me when I was creating the business that we didn't just create products that were great, but also that we were able to benefit the environment and the community as a, as a globe. That was really important to me. So I know when I first started, my husband was reading a book called This Changes Everything by Naomi Klein. And it was all, he was like really kind of every morning just going on about global warming and he was really depressed about it. And I, <laughs> I'm quite an optimistic person. So it was quite, I was like, okay, okay, I can hear, I can hear this is not good what could we do as a business that might help? And so with the help of my father-in-law, we started um, researching charitable partnerships and we we joined partnerships with a company called Trees for the Future, who are an American charity. And um, when you buy a full-size product on our website, we plant a tree. So I think we've planted something like 26,000 trees so far. It's amazing. They also help um, farmers in impoverished lands kind of create their own legacies, create their own community. So not only do we help build reforestation, but we're also helping other people build their own businesses. And so that was really important for me. And then I guess in terms of the products being quite clean, we're trying to be quite sustainable. And for me, sustainability means not depleting the earth of its natural resources. So we've recently moved, changed to plastic, which is created by the byproducts of sugarcane. So it's a biopolymer plastic rather than a fossil fuel based plastic. Yeah. It's not necessarily enough. It's a small step in the right direction. And I think we've got goals for like 2025 to have our, our range 50% made from post-consumer regrind, which means you're reusing the plastic that's already in existence rather than adding more to the landfills. So yeah, we, we do lots of partnerships. We've also got another partnership with a charity called Malaika, which is run by a really incredible lady called Noella, who's a model. And um, she is from the Democratic Republic of Congo. And she's basically created a school um, in a village there, which empowers girls in education. So yeah, lots of things like that, I feel, means that I can kind of sleep at night thinking, yeah. I'm creating something good that helps people be able to wear their hair curly and be proud and confident, but also helps the globe in a you know it's a sm- I recognize it's not I'm not changing lives <laughs> no but- no but no no but you're wrong a you are and b I think customers care more and more about that if I look at me and my friends you're no longer just buying something do you know what I mean you, yeah. you have to look into where that money's going I think I think it's it's important and it's also lovely, I guess, as a team, as a team of six, knowing that when you go to the office, you're not just going, right, let's make some money. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not that. Yeah, no, that's not what, I'm not driven by that at all. You know, literally, I was driven by my own personal need and being able to offer that to other people, 100%. Let me ask you about technology and social media. Um do you use that a lot? Because I now follow you and I'm completely, I'm like, oh, look at that. There was a video yesterday of a girl putting, I think it might have been a conditioner in or it might have been yeah. just a lovely gel. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. There was something completely hypnotic about it. How important is technology to Buclem? I mean, it's essential. It's the backbone of our business being an e-com business. So obviously we have our website and we try to make sure that we make that user journey for our customers as easy and positive as possible. So from collecting reviews on site to we've, cre- we've just 
kind of relaunched our loyalty program where when you spend money, you gather points and then you can use them to get money off or donate to one of our charities. And then obviously, I'd say Buclem was kind of born slightly out of technology because up until the internet, I had no way of learning about my own hair because there just wasn't anyone who was kind of talking about curly hair or even representing curly hair. So it was only when the internet came up and people across the globe were like sharing their tips and techniques that I started to learn how to look after my own hair. So we're really keen to kind of keep that curly community going. And we often reach out to lots of different beautiful curly men and women to share their tips and techniques on using our products so that it's really easy for somebody new to have a look and see how to use them best for their for their own hair type. So I'd say it's really essential. And that video that you were talking about yesterday, I love those sensory. Me too. They're so good. I love the textures and things like that. Yeah. You know, that's how you can, we really like to use social media to kind of bring a product into your space, if you know what I mean. So you can almost kind of feel it. I think that's really important because it is just so digitally based. I mean, we are in some retailers, but it's really key for us to be able to kind of make it an experience as as much as we can online. It is. And also you see it. I don't have curly hair, but I'm like, I've got a friend who's got curly hair. I was like, I don't even know whether she knows about this. It feels (laughs) luxurious, but also essential at the same time. I don't know how you've managed to do that. So very well done. Uh, Let's talk about the impact of COVID-19. How has it affected you? And how have you all worked differently? What's it done for the business? Well, so for me, I'm not going to lie, I found it really hard. And I found it really hard to motivate myself. And if I can't motivate myself, how can I motivate my team? So I've been really conscious about that. And then I'd say for the business, whilst I've been not very motivated, business has gone through the roof. Like we've had, our sales have doubled. Yeah, it's been absolutely mad. Is that because women and men Maybe they didn't have a choice or maybe they just decided to embrace the curls rather than fight it or, or what's happened. Or people are just, they want to feel good and they want their hair to feel good because nobody went to a hairdresser for four months. Yeah, well, I think it's probably a combination of all of those things, Claudia. I think that basically we had, at the beginning of January, we had created these 30-day kits, which were basically, it was like a challenge switched to a clean curl care range for 30 days. And we kind of had a weekly email that went out to our customers so that with tips on on how to use the products, on refreshing in between washes. So that kind of had happened in January. And then all of a sudden, COVID happens. People aren't leaving their houses. If they had curly hair, they were straightening it before. It was like the perfect opportunity to go, right, no one's going to see me. So if it looks a mess, it doesn't really matter. And I think it just kind of all coincided and the stars aligned and people, we had like, I'd say, double the amount of first time customers from April through to, to June and, and April being the key month where we had the most amount of first time um, customers. Yeah. So I think that was really key. And also people weren't going out. So you just had time on your hands in order to kind of play, experiment and take your time. And also, you know, what else was there to do but look at the internet and Instagram or whatever it is that you're you're watching. And discover. And discover. Yeah. So it was kind of perfect timing. It's been incredible. Also, you were doing dance workouts on Instagram lives and meditations and sound healing. So therefore, if you buy your products or if you're interested in your products, you're sort of also joining a community or is that an exaggeration? No, I'd like to think that's true. I'd like to think you are joining a community. And um, yeah, we we really enjoyed doing those lockdown Instagram lives. They were such good fun. There was an 80s workout one, which was amazing as well. My favourite flash dance song on it was fantastic. 
Brilliant. <laughs> it was really good. So yeah, it's just been a really good opportunity to explore how to create content as well um, and meaningful content, not just the same old, same old. Let's take a quick break now so that I can tell you how Vodafone Business could help you and your team to keep connecting. Over the last few months, millions of people have seen huge changes to the way that they work. As we all look towards the future and reimagine what our workplaces might be like, Vodafone are here to offer some excellent technology solutions. Along with the broadband rescue package of six months free Vodafone business broadband on a 24-month contract, Vodafone are also offering six months free Microsoft 365 business standard. With a subscription to Microsoft 365 Business Standard, you get Word, Excel, PowerPoint and Outlook on your mobile phone or tablet and you can install those on your laptop, PC or Mac too. Microsoft Teams will help you work closely with your team even when you're apart. Use text, voice or video calls to communicate and host meetings on the web using screen sharing and video conferencing. This offer is available to all small businesses on a 24-month contract for the Microsoft application. You just need to be mobile or broadband Vodafone customers. The offer is available until the end of August. By improving your connectivity and reducing costs for all you hard-working small business owners out there, Vodafone hopes to help you get back on your feet and ready to start growing again. Keep connecting with Vodafone. I was amazed to read that Buchlem is completely self-funded. Can you tell me about that decision? Because so many people must have said, I want in or let me do this. But you kept it as all yours. Yeah, I did. And it never really crossed my mind, Claudia, to, to talk to anybody about getting funding. I mean, I remember recently reading about a brand who who were just starting up a natural kind of tampon range. Yeah. And they had like something like five million dollar investment. And honest to God, I would not sleep at night. That would stress me out beyond, beyond, you know, the pressures that come with that kind of investment is hard. Between myself and my husband, we kind of talked about it and talked about how we were going to do it. And basically, we just funded it. We got money on our mortgage and we basically funded it ourselves. And I've been fortunate enough that the business has grown 100% year on year. So it's just kind of kept self-funding. If there's ever been times where I've had cash flow crises, yeah. where, and we definitely have, there are other ways in which we could fundraise. We've used in the past funding circle, but we've also used PayPal capital and they've been able to fund me and the growth without me ever having to lose any of the control of my business. And that is really important to me because obviously it's something really precious and dear to me. And I feel as a curly person, I probably know that better than an investor who doesn't have curly hair, so to speak. Absolutely. No, I think it's fantastic. And it's probably, there've been stressful times, but how lovely that you know it's just yours and you don't have 10 people in a room or however it works going, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And what about this idea? You're like, no, 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 just mine. What challenges have you faced as a business and how have you overcome them? Well, every that's day. not too broad. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> every day is a challenge. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'd say like most recently during COVID, obviously we had this, our sales kind of went through the roof. We had double the amount of sales on a daily basis and we just moved to a new warehouse. Oh my goodness. So we moved to a new warehouse. COVID happens. Obviously you have to strip back the team. So we basically were having maybe two, 300 orders in a day. 
and we could not process them all. We were like three or four days behind in terms of orders because we were still trying to settle in, embed our systems, and it was just a complete and utter nightmare. We were getting emails from, and bearing in mind, most of these are first-time customers, so... You know. No, and also it's so stressful. All you want, somebody goes, yeah, I'll try this. And you want it out the door yeah. with a nice note. Enjoy. Let us know if you need more rather exactly. than. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there we are, like firefighting, trying to get the orders up to date. Plus on top of that, the post is taking much longer than it normally would. So it's like taking maybe 10 to 14 days for people to get their orders. In. And, you know, some people just weren't happy. But basically, I mean, how we basically got through that was, weekly calls with the warehouse. I mean, they had a big warehouse, so they brought in a couple more people, created more benches so that people could work um, safely. And it took us maybe three weeks to get up to date. It was the most stressful time. I bet. I don't know how you slept or ate or anything. Yeah, Yeah. just like, Yeah, we did get through it. And now it's amazing. I love Royal Mail, but we're not using Royal Mail at the moment. We use Zero Door, so it's much quicker. So people are placing their orders, they go out of the warehouse far quicker, which was the whole point of moving warehouse in the first place was just to kind of make that process as seamless as possible. And now we're there and things have improved a lot. That's fantastic. What does, this is, just stay with me. (laughs) What does success look like to you? Is it reading an outstanding review? Is it somebody becoming a repeat customer? Is it Selfridges phoning up going, do you know what? Yeah, well, we'd love to take your products. Are all of these things little bits or are there moments where you turn to your husband or your girls or, and you went, this is it. We've done, we've done it. Yeah. I mean, success. I mean, it is all of those things. Like there are moments of like, wow, I can't believe, you know, Selfridges have emailed us. They want to take the brand. It's amazing. And like you said, like reading some amazing reviews where people literally feel like Buclem has changed their lives is so heartwarming and it makes it all so worth it. But I think, I guess success for me is, you know, my team being happy, people being happy with the service that they get, being happy with their products, being able to give back um, however that looks I think it's all of those things but also success for me is also like a work-life balance you know not just kind of being on 24-7 and not having any time for fun and connecting with my family so I mean I've said before I never created this to make loads of money I created it to help so success for me means that I have helped somebody somehow some way well you absolutely I have to mention the reviews again because they're all up there and that's got to feel lovely that you, that age 40, you went, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Then it took you a couple of years, you create this product. And then the idea that everyone else, there's so many other people going, this has changed my life. That that's got to feel good for you and your team. Yeah. It's amazing. We love that. We love when we get a good review. I mean, obviously there are, obviously you still get some bad ones. And I think in the early days that would really, I take it really personally and I'd be like, Oh God, you know, but I feel now that I understand that the products aren't going to work for everybody. And that's absolutely okay. That's absolutely fine. And also I don't take it so personally anymore because I've kind of grown a a thicker skin and and, and I understand that, you know, we're doing the best we can. And if anything goes wrong or people have had a bad experience, we try to kind of combat that by um, giving them good customer service. And that's all we can do. I kind of, I recognize our limitations, but I also recognize that we, we are striving to do the best that we can. And as long as we do that, You'll make most people happy, but there's always going to be a few who aren't. Of course, of course. Where do you get your inspiration from? I mean, are you I know you mentioned work-life balance, but could you be out having a Sunday lunch and see two colours together and go, oh, 
Cox were creating a new styling cream or a new jet or a new shampoo. Mm. Like, where where do you look for ideas? I find inspiration in so many different things. It can be a conversation with somebody. It can be a walk in the park. It could be, you know, I like to read. Um, I like podcasts like this, yeah, um, where you hear about other people's stories. So I find inspiration in many different ways. At the moment, it's been quite hard with COVID because, you know, you're literally behind a screen and yeah. you, you haven't been seeing people. And we, as, a, as a team, we're all kind of dotted across um, London and, and we had one somebody in Bristol and somebody in Bournemouth. So we're not seeing each other. And so that's been quite hard because I feel like actually sitting behind a screen is like the, is like the least creative place to be. Yes. And so I would, you know, as a piece of advice for anybody, I definitely actively encourage you to just step out, step away from your computer, step away from your to-do list and just take a walk. So yeah, being with nature is, is really important to me and I really find inspiration in, in that quite a lot. Uh, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to ask you, which is, for anybody who's listening, going either I need it myself or I know somebody who needs it, what is the best, what is your favourite Boucan product? Do you have oh, one? It's like asking me to choose between my children. A child. <laughs> I know. So sorry. I knew that. I was like, this is bad. And on, on that subject, who's your favourite kid? No, I'm joking. <laughs> that doesn't exist, everyone. Uh, no, yeah. no, no. No, I mean, you know, I guess like my children, you know, you love your products for different reasons and for the different benefits that they give. Um, and I guess also that probably changes from time to time for me in terms sure. of my product, not my children, I hasten to add. <laughs> yeah. um, at the moment, I would say the intensive moisture treatment because it's uh, because of summer, I like to kind of play, put it in my hair and it kind of protects it from the heat if I'm out outdoors. Um, and it's just really nourishing. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of really loving that at the moment. And I love the smell. We, all our products are fragranced with natural essential oils. So um, it's like, oh, that's just yeah, that's like a gift. Spa-like, you know, when exactly. you open, there's nothing like when you open a pot and you go, hmm, very nice. Yes, exactly. Um, thank you so much, Michelle. Enormous luck with the future with Buclem. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. And thank you to Vodafone for inviting me on. Thank you so much to Michelle. Next week, I'm talking to Russell Bissett, founder and managing director of Northern Monk, an independent brewery based in Leeds. I'm going to find out how he took his business from humble beginnings in his parents' cellar to shipping award-winning beers across 23 countries. And if you're interested in how Vodafone Business can help you keep connecting with their Office 365 offer, search Vodafone Business Office 365 to find out more information. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.